Welcome to the Modern Moms Roadmap to Balance podcast. My name is Kayla Nettleton, and I'm a licensed therapist, business owner, and coach for moms who want to redefine their motherhood journey so that they can be more connected and in tune to their children and family without sacrificing their own needs. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring chats, interviews, and dialogues, all based around helping moms like you unlock their potential and lead the balanced life they want. If you enjoy listening to topics that help you lead a more balanced life, then you've come to the right place. I'm obsessed with helping moms lead the life they want without the guilt, because far too often, moms have been told to choose, choose between their career and family, to have kids or to travel, to prioritize friendship or their family. And I'm saying it's time to embrace that you can have it all. With the right information and support, you can find balance in motherhood without sacrificing your needs. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. Welcome everyone. Today, our guest is Elena. She is a certified health coach and life coach. She helps women who want to lose weight and or create a healthy lifestyle to do it in a realistic and sustainable way. She helps women develop habits and routines in the areas of nutrition, mindset, and movement that work for them while helping them feel more empowered, confident, and in control in both health and life. Welcome, Elena. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and of course, starting with our number one question, what is your definition of a balanced life? That's such a good question, such a big question. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, it's finding time to work in all of the things that you find important mm -hmm. in your life in like the right quantities for you, if that makes sense. So I think a lot mm -hmm. of the times, like we think of balance is like 50-50. And my my perception of it is that it doesn't have to be it's like the, the quantities that work for you like if I think of balanced meals or like work-life balance mm -hmm. I think it's like identifying first like what you want that to look like and then making it happen mm -hmm. yeah and it is such a big question and one of the reasons why I do ask it is because everyone has their own version they have their own version mm -hmm. of balance they have their own definition they have their own values and I like being able to show the different ways people balance their own lives. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think for me, like the longest time I did really think it had to be like the perfect way or like the set way mm -hmm. that maybe I heard someone else talk about or, you know, read something on. But I think after we're willing to be more flexible with it and like decide what that like perfect way is for us, yeah. it's so much easier to create and also maintain. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what I found in yeah. my own experience in that with clients too. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because we all have different needs, whether it is whether our life or our needs are similar to other people. If we're trying to make our picture of a balanced life fit the way someone else's, we're always going to come to some kind of, how do you say, uh, like barrier, because that's not working for us, but we're just trying to make it fit because we're quote unquote, so like them. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And like, we don't think like them. So it's like, I mm -hmm. always think too, when people are trying to like, you know, create a new habit or lose weight or whatever it is, like you can go online and you can download someone else's plan. You can follow them for a week mm -hmm. and like try to do what they do, but it's likely going to be, feel so hard because like you said, we are not that person. We don't think like that person. So we have to develop our own like habits and identity to reach our own yeah. goals. 
Mm-hmm. And this often comes up. I mean, the comparison stuff comes up with everyone, but I especially see it really coming up when it, when it comes to moms and when we're looking on social media at the way other people are living their life or the way that people are showing up in social media. It can be really hard to look at someone's life and think, why can't my life be that way? Or why can't I be that organized? Or why can't I have these things look so pristine? When the reality is, is we don't even know if that's their reality for one. And they may have extra help or they may uh, just have different needs and wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I found myself in that place for so long. And even still, mm-hmm. like, I'll definitely have those thoughts come in. And what I heard once, I don't remember where it was, is to use like those moments as like inspiration. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know why my mind goes to this time I was at my sister's house and she had just decorated and her house looked so nice. And my house, like, mm-hmm. we don't typically spend time on like decorating. Like we now have yeah. like into a new house and we have done that but that's the first time like before people used to come into my mm-hmm. home like it didn't matter when and they would say did you just move in because we just <laughs> never like, actually did that and yeah. I remember one time being in my sister's house and it looked so nice she had just decorated and all that and I was like oh my gosh why can't my house look like this like just like you said and I remember mm-hmm. then thinking there because I had heard that it can like I remember thinking to myself it can if I literally wanted yeah. to go home and put the work in and, and do whatever it, it took to get there it could. It's not that it can't. It's just that for me, right then, it clearly wasn't a priority. So like that, like kind uh-huh. of shift there is really helpful for me, like in in all areas. And also looking at his inspiration, mm. like if she can do it, I can do it. You know, like there's no reason I can't. Yeah. I just haven't yet. So that that for me has been really helpful. Mm, I love that. Yes, use it as inspiration because it's true. And what you just said before you recognize that that was something that you wanted. You hadn't made it a priority. It may mm-hmm. be sure in the back of your mind, you're like, oh yes, I would love to decorate the house. But until you were in someone else's in your sister's home and thought, oh, this looks so nice. This feels so great. I want something like this too. Instead of, you know, allowing jealousy or any, any of those emotions overtake you, you thought, you know, I could do this too. I just need to yeah. prioritize it. Yeah. Same thing with like, if you're scrolling on Instagram and even me, I see like mm-hmm. all the influencers with like the abs eating all, all the food. And I'm like, why can't yeah. I do that? And it's like, wait, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, either <laughs> eat all those things that I know aren't going to leave me feeling good. Or like, I don't want to eliminate, you know, my mind trips or whatever it is. Like it's the same exact thing. And it helps me with that too. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, segueing into part of the reason why I brought you on here today was to talk on the topic of trying to make a health style or a healthy lifestyle work for us as moms. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. I hear, well, I can't do it. I don't have the time. I, um, I'm just so exhausted or I, I can't cook or I don't know how to cook those things. How can moms start incorporating smaller steps to make something work for them? Yeah, so that's also like such a big question. But I think what it starts off with is kind of what we touched on a little bit earlier is like, we have to figure out one, what we want. Like, what is our goal? What are we trying to work towards and get super, super clear on that? Because a lot of times, like we have this kind of vague idea. So it's a lot harder for us to then put the steps in place to get there. 
So that's where, when I work with a client, or even if I'm just talking to a family or friend, I'm always like, but what is your goal? Like, what do you actually want out of life, out of health? And getting really yeah. specific there. And so like, for a lot of people, it's like, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want my clothes to fit better, whatever it is. But I also want them to think about what is like kind of your vision for your life when it comes to health. Mm-hmm. And like, I always give the example, like for me, it's, I want to feel my best every day. I want to wake up every day. I know my clothes are going to fit. Like, so it just gives you that really like crystal clear picture of what you're working towards. And the reason I say it, it's so important to start with that is because when you come up against all of those life obstacles in the day to day, because no matter what, whether we're a mom, whether, you know, we're not, um, we're going to, those challenges are going to come no matter what. But when you can reflect on like that vision that you created in the very mm-hmm. beginning, it's going to be so much easier to carry through regardless of how busy you are. So that's like the first thing I always start with people. And then like the second piece is like kind of fits into the first, but like why truly do you really want it? And like we have to drill down really deep there to the point where when you say it, that you're like, oh, that really resonates with me. Like I want to get up right now and go exercise. They're like, I want to get up right now and do something to work towards it. So like that takes work sometimes. Like people, I always come to me and they'll say like, well, I want to be healthy for my kids. Or like my doctor said, I need to do this. And I'm like, when you say that, how do you feel? And they're like, oh, I don't yeah. know, not great. And I'm like, okay, well, that's like the fuel that is either going to push you forward or not. So it doesn't sound like, but that's mm-hmm. really going to be it. So we got to like dig a little deeper and figure out what it is. Mine really just goes back to that vision I shared. And, and in the day to day, I can ask myself with all the choices that I go to make, like, is this going to help me feel my best? Like then you can compare mm-hmm. it against your, your goal and your why. And that helps push you forward no matter what. So I think at the foundational mm-hmm. yeah. level, like, that's where you really have to start. And then the third thing that I'd say before we get into like the specifics, I think is like, we have to evaluate our priorities. And this is a really hard one for moms. A lot of those that I talk to, because we always want to put our kids and our family first. And the thing Mm -hmm. is, if we do that, they're all, our kids and our family are always going to come first when it comes to our plans for the week or our health. That's totally fine. But I think it's really important to acknowledge that going into it. And I actually push that back on that a little bit. And I encourage moms that I work with to put themselves first. Because if we do not, mm-hmm. and if we are literally not carving out that time, whether it's 20 minutes, a half hour, an hour, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. each day or whatever your quantity looks like, you are not going to be able to show up the, in the best way for you and for everyone else. And you're not going to feel yeah. your best doing it either. So I think that is such a key piece because like you had said before, you know, Mm -hmm. otherwise it's like, everyone's like, well, I have these plans and then this person had soccer and I had to do this. And then there was this concert and I'm (laughs) like, wait, but if Mm -hmm. you had decided your, if we decide our priorities, when all those things come up and there's four of them that are literally the same time your workout every day or whatever it is, you can say, actually, I'm only going to go to two to two of those this week because my priority is to get this done for me. And I know Mm -hmm. then I show up at my best. So I think that is so key to identify first, because then when you get in mm-hmm. it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I knew this was going to happen. And I kind of have this plan in place. So I think then getting into the you know, specifics of it is it's going to be different for everyone, but picking a few small things that you want to get started with. So, you know, if it's usually people know what they want to do, like usually people say, mm-hmm. you know what, I feel really good when I'm eating this way. I've done it before. It's just hard to stick with or something like that. So then we want to go right there. We want to zoom in on that Mm. and figure out, all right, what are those challenges you're facing around that specific thing? Well, it's hard to cook, or I don't know what where to find the recipes, or I can't find the time. And, you know, as a coach, that's where I'm like, I work with them to like, let's find solutions for every single one of those things, every single one. 
now you, if someone else listening to this, they can, you can do that on your own too. You know, like, so say if um, you had said something before, I don't have the time, I think is what you said. So it's like, all right, let's really dissect what you mean by that. So like, okay, you Mm want to cook like these five meals and you're saying you don't have the time. What does that actually mean? Like you get home at seven and you know, like, what does that look like? Because we can't Mm -hmm. solve for it if we don't know what the problem actually is. And I find when I start digging into those conversations with people, typically we find that time isn't really the issue most of the time. It's that, well, it just feels hard. Take us easier. And mm-hmm. well, my kid's eating chicken nuggets, but I really want chicken nuggets. It's like <laughs> we figure out that there, there's always a way to make it work, always. And we usually mm-hmm. figure out that the problem isn't the problem. So that's kind of yeah. like where you have to start. I have a lot of tangible tips and steps that can be helpful, but I think it, it is always going to go back to what is it that you're working towards and what are you struggling mm-hmm. with to identify which one of those is going to be the one you need if that makes sense mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah because you have to start wherever your goal is yeah and wherever yeah. the reason why you want that goal is yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um so because I mean something that I always encourage too if, if it's going back to the time thing like I'm big into mindset like and you had to mention that in my bio, like I, yes, it's about the nutrition and it's huge about the exercise, but if we're not thinking in a way that's going to help us actually do those things, it does not mm-hmm. matter how good your workout routine is or how good mm-hmm. your meal plan is. So something when it comes to time that I always like listen for when I'm working with people and you can do this on your own too, is how are you literally thinking about and talking about the time that you have? Most of us are walking yes. around like, I don't have any time. I just don't have time for this. I'm so yes. busy. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get home at eight o'clock. I'm not going to have time to do it. That's uh-huh. literally the, the pattern that we're playing in our head, the story that we're playing. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we feel horrible. We feel anxious. We feel like we're always behind, frustrated, all the things. And feelings drive our actions. So we're likely not going to be taking the actions that we actually want. So that's like a great place to start is start listening to that chatter, that buzz, mm-hmm. that story you have about whatever your struggle is. Because if it's really yes. negative, which most of ours are, we got to clean that yeah. up before we're going to go anywhere. Otherwise, we're just going down mm-hmm. that same path that we've been on. Yeah. And just as an example, yesterday, I caught myself there doing that exact same thing, except it was, um, I remember I was walking in the kitchen into the pantry and I yawn I was like oh I'm so tired and then I caught it I was like wait yes that might be true but it's more that I have low energy and there's something I can do about that I shifted it to something that I had some control over I'm low energy exactly what can I do versus I feel like when you think I'm so tired it it's more of well there's nothing you can do about that you're just tired mm-hmm. You can't take a nap because you're going to feel worse <laughs> versus right. low energy. I feel give gave me something to do about it. I could maybe do a stretching. I could take a walk. I could eat a snack that's going to re-energize me. I could drink some tea. There were so many options when I flipped it. Exactly. And I love you kind of said this, but always focusing on when you get to that point when you have a thought Mm -hmm. and like then sometimes we'll go to like yeah I'm so tired because I have to do everything around here like (laughs) I heard somebody call them like negative thought magnets like once you have one Mm. they're like all coming to the party yes Yes. a good way to get yourself out of that is to go where you kind of went like what can I do what can I control always because there's always something that we can do and we can control whether it comes to something like that 
or when it comes to like feeling like you have no time again. All right. But what time do I have? And what can I do with the time I have? Those are like the two questions I always ask myself and like always encourage people to think like, okay, great. Like my kid has activities till eight. Okay. But what can I do? Can I pack something? Can I make something the night before? Can I just make double dinner the night before? Like, and that's one of my, my tips that I do and always encourage people to do is like when you're cooking dinner on Tuesday, make double. So you make double, make triple. So you have Wednesday. So you have Thursday if you're not going to be home. Like instead of, I know a lot of people will do like five hours of meal prep on, or not five hours. I don't know how many they do. Cause I don't do that on like a Sunday. It's a long time. <laughs> and if that works for you, yeah. amazing. Like one hour, two hours, whatever it is. But I have never been someone who has spent like an entire day in my kitchen <clears> meal prepping. I could, but I don't really prefer to. So what I do instead is just cook double of everything. And then I repurpose mm. it creatively like throughout the week. So you're not really doing any extra work. You're just cooking the same thing times two. Maybe you're putting like, say you're cooking a sheet of, of chicken, like in the broiling it or whatever in the oven. Then maybe the second one, you're putting on completely different seasonings and like putting mm-hmm. some like, I don't know, onion or lemon on top. So it's different mm-hmm. if that's something you prefer. But that's like one thing that I always do. I always cook extra vegetables. So then my dinner it turns into my lunch the next day. And sometimes I'll put it even under eggs as like a breakfast. Mm-hmm. So again, oh, like yeah. if, if you're using that same amount of time, but you're getting three different, three different mm-hmm. meals out of it. So that's Again, awful. just shifting that way of thinking is the only way I ever got there, though. It's like, okay, but what could I do here? Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Yes. And that brings me to the quote that I saw on your website. It was, what we think about, we bring about. And I've heard different variations of this, but I really like that one because it's rhymes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What we think about, we bring about. And it's so true. What we focus on is what we're going to continue seeing because that's what we're focusing on because mm-hmm. our brain only can hold in so much information. So if it knows we want to focus on this, it's going to sift and sort out everything else mm-hmm. and only bring us those things to our attention. Exactly. Yeah. Our brain looks for another quote is that our brain looks for evidence of what we believe to be true, which is exactly that mm-hmm. you set out to, to, if you're convincing yourself that you have no time and you cannot make it work, you are literally only going to see evidence all day long of how you cannot make it work and continue to like that self-fulfilling prophecy you're going to continue just to go down that same exact spiral so all we have to do is break it decide that we're going to break that like you said you catch yourself in that thought that is the very first step and then it just acknowledge it we don't want to fight it that we have it that's fine everybody gave it to us okay cool but it's like now what do i want to think now what Mm -hmm. it's really like the starting point yeah and if you do look at your calendar and you see, but I really don't have the time. Is mm-hmm. there a way to make time? Right? Are you looking at your calendar? Is there a way to look? Is there a way to make time? Are you you actually using that time as it's intended on your calendar? Or do you find yourself doing other things that is yeah. wasting more of your time? I would get caught in um like scrolling through social media or, oh, just one more show, just one more. And then I'll get back to work. Mm -hmm. And I would find that would eat up so much of my time, especially the scrolling, because you don't even realize like how long, even if it's just 15 minutes, 15 minute increments adds up so quickly. And that's where your time is going. If you actually track, if you just set out to track your week, hour by hour as much as possible, right? You will be surprised of where your time is actually going. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where like, 
because you said, okay, 15 minutes. Yeah, but two 15 minute little scrolls is a workout. Like, that's so two Mm -hmm. 15 minute scrolls is taking 30 minutes to plan your meals for the week, you probably don't even need that much, honestly. And I don't really even do a whole lot of meal planning. And there's a way that I have a guide that I'll share um, Mm. that kind of breaks down what I actually do for my meal planning, but, or lack of, but yeah, so that (laughs) it sounds like nothing, but and I actually just recently made a conscious effort to stop like doing scrolling so much throughout the day. And I am amazed at how much time, how much additional time I have, even if say you catch yourself doing it, like, five times for five minutes. If you literally, this is what I actually did when it was a little bit warmer. Now it's getting a little bit cold. So it depends on the day. If you literally decided to go for a five minute walk every time, that's 25 minutes of walking. You just got back in your day. Yeah. And guess what? If you really wanted to, you could scroll and walk. I don't encourage it. Don't, but <laughs> you could, you could do it. So yes, I think that's exactly it. Like looking at where you're spending your time is huge. And that's where it goes back to what I said earlier about priorities. Because then we want to compare that to our priorities. Most of us don't yeah. even think about how we want our week to look, how we want our day and our time to look. But then we'll, then if you do go and do like some type of time audit and you look through it, I have never heard anyone say, oh, yeah, I knew exactly where I was spending my time and I don't have one extra second. I've never heard anybody say that mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. they actually do it. So in the, something that's really been really helpful for me is um, – kind of goes back to like that vision I said in the beginning, but like, it's more something I've been working on for my business, but I originally did it for my health and like coming up with like a phrase of like who I want to be. So it's like, for me, I want to be the healthiest and like best version of myself every day. I want to do more things that are getting me to be that. And like, right now I have something that's like, you know, about being super successful, like business owner, like as I get to my place where I want to be. And it's Mm -hmm. like during the day when I catch myself doing any of those things, First, we have to decide we want to have that intentional awareness. And then the second thing is, yeah. say I'm scrolling, I ask myself, would the most successful version of me do this, be doing this? Would a millionaire business owner be doing this? Heck no. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely not. They would not be <laughs> sitting here, not even looking at what I'm scrolling through anymore. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, don't want to do the thing. So I'm scrolling. No, they wouldn't. And you can do the same thing with your health. Like, whatever it is for you, like, would the healthiest version of me mm-hmm. be doing this right now? And you get like an immediate answer, like they absolutely wouldn't be having a third piece of pizza or a sixth cookie. Like they'd be like, no, I don't even want that. So that's so helpful for me is like kind of putting myself in that position of the future me and like making my choices from that place with that specific sentence Mm -hmm. or question. And it can make your choices happen so much easier if you're just thinking about making the choices from the person you want to become. Mm Because when you're doing that, it's not even a thought. You already know this person does this. This person wakes up and does their workout first thing in the morning because they know their kids have soccer and everything else in the evening and their workout will be always pushed. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And like the more you can make those choices now, the quicker you're going to get there and the better you're going to feel too. And that sometimes can help too, because sometimes I'll hear from people that say, well, I'm not seeing results. When I don't see results right away, I want to give up. And it's like, yeah, but if your end goal is to become the healthiest version of you, it's not only about the results, it's about 10 other things. And you're Mm -hmm. still going to do that workout, even if you don't have abs on Tuesday when you start on Monday, because you're working towards health. You're not only working towards a number and towards a physical result. So that's, Mm -hmm. it can help in so many ways, which is why we start out with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. We 
actually just had a con my husband and I had a conversation about this last night because he he works out in um in the in the evening, not evening, after work. He gets off work at three. So he works out after work. And I prefer to work out in the morning just because I know things always come up. Mm-hmm. Well, there was things in the morning that were going on. So I was like, okay, I'll shift my workouts this week to the afternoons. Once I'm done, I'll go and work out. <laughs> of course, something came up. Uh, he, uh, we, we have a ranch and we have goats there. Well, the goats got out. They got out onto the neighbor's property. So he had to go and figure out how to get them. We'll find them first and then get them back to the ranch. Well, he is also like, he thrives on routine. He wants things a certain way in terms of this is when I work out and I don't like to skip a workout. And he comes back and he goes, that was such a great time. I really enjoyed being able to just do that because I could. And one of the things he also said was, I almost didn't go because of my workout, but then I realized this is a lifestyle shift. Yeah. One day doesn't mean I'm starting over. One day just means one day out of my whole lifetime. That's not yep. going to throw me off. But we oftentimes get stuck on the one day. Oh, well, I couldn't make it that day. And so we feel like we have to start over when that starting over is just like this vicious cycle that we've created for ourselves, mm-hmm. when we can just keep going, we, we do it again the next day. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly it. And like, I always say, like, move things, don't remove things, which is exactly that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, he didn't get his workout on Thursday, but so it's going to Friday, you know, like, it's not a big deal. And that's like one of the, one of my kind of tips that I say is like, stop striving for perfection and like focus. Well, we hear this all the time, like Mm -hmm. progress over perfection, but like putting it in kind of like that tangible way of, okay, so five days, my, my goal of five days of working out one week didn't happen. And it happened four, but I did four, you know, like Mm -hmm. let go of that idea of like, it has to be all or nothing or that it has to be perfect because that is where so many of us get stuck and it keeps us from getting where we want to go. So I love that. That is exactly it. It is a lifestyle. It's about what we do every day, not just one day. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Exercise and healthy living is not just about our physical health. It's also about our mental health. And for him, if he would have gone to the gym, like his normal routine calls for, he would have been just so anxious about where the goats were. It, was he going to lose them? Was he going to be able to find them if he went a different day? Mm-hmm. So in reality, he did what was best for him in that moment. No, he didn't work out, but he went into something that was going to be better for his mental health in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And I think where where we get in trouble or some of us do is like, okay, so that happens. So mm-hmm. he he makes that choice to go take care of the goats. Um, for most of us, it's probably not the goats, but it's anything <laughs> else, probably the kids. Yeah. Um, and then we have that thought right after that something like, well, I blew it now. Or, well, I should just start over in January. And it's in that exact moment that when we hear that thought, and the first step is starting to pay attention to those thoughts, mm-hmm. is to shift it, to, to think about it and decide and think, like, is this really what I want? Like, does that resonate with my vision and what I want? No. So you just change, you have to work on changing it in that moment. And that is how we start, again, breaking that cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think too, like when we, if we find ourselves in like more of those situations, then like, there's always going to be, um, what's the word, uh, exceptions. Like for example, your situation, like with the ghosts, like, Mm -hmm. but if every single day you start noticing that something is getting in the way of your routine, then I feel like that's a time, let's say for a week straight, it's like, oh, this happened and this mm-hmm. happened and this happened. You're, it's like, I feel like that's been a time that you really have to step back and evaluate all of it again. Because it's like, are my priorities still the same? Am mm-hmm. I really trying to fit, you know, something in a spot that just, it's not where it's not going to work? What, and then again, back to those questions, what can I do to make this work in the best way for like me and my family? So it does feel better overall too because yeah. I think sometimes we really do have to be honest with ourselves if it's like an everyday thing after a while it's like okay wait what's happening here like am I just deciding not to do it are these things really exceptions like what is it mm-hmm. one thing that I also often hear is people complain or will have a complaint about the food that they're eating in terms of living a healthy lifestyle. Like they have this vision that eating healthy is eating bland when that's not the case. And I was looking at your blog and you have some, oh my gosh, delicious looking recipes on your website. I think one was the, um, the broiled salmon and it was like the best salmon you'll ever have. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, I need to cook that. And it just made my mouth water. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, like, I would have never found those recipes if I was stuck in a for eating healthy is boring. And like, I grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. where eating healthy was kind of bland and boring, like, where we ate, you know, the little <laughs> 100 calorie pack of like, oh, what yeah, those were. and like, yeah. that is, I love that you said that, because it's so not the case. And I get so excited when I make a recipe at home, that is with all just like whole food, real ingredients, and it's better than what I get out. Mm-hmm. And that happens all the time because I can control what I put on it, how I season it. And salmon is such a great example. I don't even order salmon out anymore because we make it so good at home. We have a few different variations and it's like, yes, you can make, you can make food. And sometimes I hate even saying the word healthy because I feel like we just get this idea of bland and boring in our head, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's more like it's food that fuels you. I heard the other day, like food that loves you back. And that's what it is. Oh, I love like, that. You eat it. I love so that. Good. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was, I'm probably going to say the wrong person. I think it's Daniel, Dr. Daniel Amen. I'm not sure exactly if that's the right name, um, but he does a lot of studying on the brain and like how your brain, like mm. obviously affects everything else, like your health and everything. And he was saying like, yeah, and a big piece is the way you eat. And he was saying like, go for food that loves you back. So like, thinking it, I think in those terms, maybe if you have that, that, um, like relation in your head, healthy is awful. You can start looking at it in a different way because then you'll be more open to it. But, oh my gosh, yes. Um, you know, I cook like chicken wings and steak and and salmon and, and all sorts of bowls and salads. If you don't eat meat, totally fine. There's a million options for that too. And yes, it, you can make really good food that also loves you back, fuels you, and just, you feel really good after eating it, gives you energy, reduces inflammation, all the things. So it's really a win-win. Yeah. I look at it. It's mm-hmm. just a practice. It's getting in the habit. Yeah. Yeah. And getting in the habit too of looking outside the protein or the food itself. Cause I think a lot of people get stuck on, oh, but I'm eating this over and over again. But you can recreate those things with seasonings or sauces or dressings. There's so many ways to transform a single protein so that you can make it different. Like you said earlier, 
make it into different meals throughout your week. But do yourself a favor, save yourself some time and just you can batch cook some of these things. Yeah. And I also will offer too that I I like to say is if we can get good at something being boring, we can do it no matter what. So it's like in Mm -hmm. the beginning, it's okay to let it be a little boring. And like, if you think about like brushing your teeth, we don't wake up and say, (laughs) I did this yesterday. This toothpaste is so boring. No, we do it because it's like, we want the end goal. So like in the beginning, Mm -hmm. I think that's totally fine. If you're like, no, you know what I want for 30 days, I want to do this. And then like, um, not, I don't mean like, and then at the end of 30 days, you're done. But I mean, like, say you want to set aside for yourself, for yourself, just like go Mm -hmm. through it. I think it's totally fine. Say maybe you do give yourself your set, your set meal plan and you stick with it because the thing is your, the focus is on building that skill, the consistency and like maintaining that momentum. So it's like, yes, we can change it up, change all the varieties up. And that's what I I do talk about a lot of recipes and things like that. However, then when we get to the day where it's eight o'clock and we just got home and we don't have a fun salmon recipe, it's another reason that we'll give ourselves to throw it all out the window. So I do say like, keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. It's okay if sometimes it feels a little boring. We can get pleasure and excitement from other areas of our life and food. Mm -hmm. And like, I think sometimes we forget that too. Like I love food. I love to go out to eat. However, I think, again, it goes back to that balance. Like if we keep it simple and don't overcomplicate it some of the time, then we have a couple of days where we have time and we're like, you know what? I'm going to cook something fun today. That's a great time to do it. I feel like if we think every single night we need a gourmet, perfect, amazing meal, then we're sometimes we can be setting ourselves up for failure versus success. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where we had found ourselves. We hated having to like, cut up the chicken and stand at the stove top as we cooked it. So then we found that air frying for us was so much easier because we could just throw it in there and forget about it and do other things during that time that we would rather Mm -hmm. be doing than standing at the kitchen stove. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like experimenting, find different ways that it worked, that worked for you for sure. Yeah. I think that's great. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, I mean, also doing just different veggies too and throwing Mm -hmm. that in because that can change your meal as well yes 100 percent. like changing up so for me the way I look at it and teach it typically is like following a general meal template so it's like usually it's like half your plate is like some type of green vegetable like cruciferous vegetable any type and you can change those up Mm -hmm. as much as you want a quarter of your plate usually ish I encourage it to be like a clean protein source of some kind, whatever it is you eat and you like. So that can be chicken, salmon, beef, ground turkey, eggs, you know, tofu, whatever it is that you eat and do, your body does well with. And then the other quarter of the plate uh, is like a starch. So sweet potatoes, regular potatoes. If you do well with like unprocessed whole grains, like anything that is actually going to give you that, that starch. Um, I have a full like macronutrient breakdown on my website too. So if anybody's like, I don't know what you're talking about, you can literally like get this template and the breakdown of it. So that's where I, I love following that because it gives you that opportunity to literally like mix and match and play around with that in millions of different ways, probably. Like you can do it by making a smoothie with that stuff. You know, it's not going to be a sweet potato, a broccoli and chicken. <laughs> You're not going to make a smoothie on that. But you can put in other things that are going to fit that exact template. If you can make 10 different smoothies with that template, then for lunch, you can do the exact same thing, you know, with, with some of your leftovers or whatever you decide to do for lunch and same with dinner. So yeah, changing up the veggies, the other really easy way to do it is again, like changing up your healthy fat or your seasonings. That's what I forgot to mention. The mm-hmm. healthy fat always to like two oh, tablespoons yeah. or so with every meal. 
So you can make like a fun sauce or make one that you use for the entire week that sits in your fridge. Um, you, you know, olive oil, like olive oil and seasoning can make things taste really good. Like I feel like oh, yeah. people are, some people are still afraid of fat and salt. And I'm like, no, just don't overdo it. That's it. Like we just yeah. don't overdo it. So yeah, I think the template gives you a lot of flexibility and a way to make it work anywhere. Like I've eaten truly, this sounds crazy, but at a gas station, at a fast food place and the airport, simply following like a general template. I'm like, okay, I need my protein. I need some sort of fruit or vegetables and I need healthy fat. Three things that I can grab real quick anywhere and I'm good to go. So mm-hmm. and yeah. that is the key. It's creating something that is so flexible. You can do it anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And then also going back to like what we talked about before, managing your mind around it too. When you start hearing those mm-hmm. thoughts creep in that are like, no, I'm on vacation or no, I'm at the airport. Like I don't have to do this. It's like, no, we don't have to, but we want to, you know? So I think that's yeah. the other side of it is like the actual tactical stuff of what we need to do to literally reach our health goals or lose weight. But then also the other side is like the mind management to get you to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that um, choose the food that loves you back can really come in. Cause yes, you're on vacation, but how are you going to like, are you going to feel good about yeah. not about yourself, but is your body going to be physically feeling well the next day mm-hmm. after you've just like thrown a bunch of stuff that you don't normally eat into it. And that's not to yeah. say you can't enjoy certain things ever again. It's just being conscious of what you're putting in your body and how it makes you feel. Yep. And how much too, like maybe one night you're deciding that you literally are eating something that, that isn't, you know, doesn't have the a different elements that you're like, no, this sounds amazing. I'm going to have it. But how much of it do you want to have thinking about how you're going to feel an hour later in the next morning? Yes. I will. That's so true. I love that. Um, a couple of years ago, I decided to, because before that point I was, anytime I went on vacation, anytime I went to visit family, it was like all bets were off. Like when I get there, the point I get come home, I do yeah. whatever I want, ate everything. And as much as I wanted, actually probably more than several years ago, but and then, then we went on a vacation. Like, I remember the first one very distinctly that I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to keep most of my healthy habits during this trip. And I'm just going to sprinkle in, like, like you had said, like, I'm going out to dinner. I'm going to pick a couple of things that maybe aren't like necessarily exactly the, you know, the food that fuels me or whatever it is, but I'm going to mix it in. And that trip, I felt so much better the entire time. And when I got back mm. and like mentally, physically, and emotionally, of course. Because if you eat something, your stomach hurts, you're full, you're uncomfortable. And it's like, especially if you're on like a beach vacation, not only about like how I look, but like, oh, I don't want to put on like, you know, a bathing suit and a cover up if I'm like feeling horrible. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, if you're all, you're feeling all bloated and have heartburn after because you ate uh, some red sauce that didn't sit well with you. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's sometimes too questioning. Like we say, well, I want to enjoy it. And it's like sometimes questioning do we, are we really enjoying the things that we say mm-hmm. we are yes. like, do we yep. really enjoy six glasses of wine? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. we enjoy one or two, maybe when it gets to six, yeah. that's really questionable. <laughs> so I think it's yeah. like questioning that piece of it too, for ourselves and like being a little bit like on to our brain that's feeding us these things that aren't always true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even recognizing why am I choosing this? over something else. So, um, sometimes I'm, I will remember things that taste good from childhood. I'm like, Ooh, that sounds really good. Let me get one. 
Um, and so one day it was one night, I don't know what we were doing. My husband and I went through the McDonald's drive-thru and I was like, Ooh, a McFlurry sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And I took like two bites and I'm like, Ooh, this is not how I remembered. I'm going to stop yeah. eating this because this is not good. <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. what I wanted. And it was just having that in mind. I didn't have to keep eating it just because I bought yeah. it. You know, uh, my husband always says, I've never met a sweet. I've never, I, I didn't like so he can eat it or whatever. But sometimes we're thinking something's going to taste so good. And we're wait- like, we keep eating because we're like, we're waiting for it to taste so good. But if, if you eat something and it's not tasting good to you, you don't have to keep eating it. Go yeah. and choose something else. Like, yeah, no, McFlurry's don't sit well with me. That was a childhood thing because as mm-hmm. children, we like blander things. <laughs> yeah, I like I, things um... to be flavorful and taste good. If I'm going to eat something, I want it to taste good. A hundred percent. I have this like mindful eating tip that's love it or leave it. And it's exactly what you Mm -hmm. said. And I like to bring that up around a lot around the holidays because I like Christmas. I love cookies. And like when I go to holiday parties, there's always so many desserts. And like, I used to like fill a plate full of them and just eat them because they're sweets. It's desserts. It's holidays. I can do that. Well, no, because if they're not tasting good, they're not going to leave me feeling good, obviously, because it's just full of sugar and white flour. Why are we truly eating it? Like, if you actually ask yourself that question, like you had said, it doesn't taste good and it's not going to leave me feeling good. There is literally no reason to continue eating it other than it's comfortable. You're sitting there and it's going in your mouth and you have to like break, you know, stop doing that. So yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah, we, and I think that that comes from a place too of like loving yourself and like valuing yourself enough mm-hmm. that you care to do that and you're okay like setting that boundary and also like having those standards too you know I've heard that same thing like um oh well it's it's okay like you know it's it's fine it's a fine cookie and I'm like but do we need a fine cookie like I don't know maybe you do but for me like I want it to be the best if it's going to be something so yeah totally agree Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I want to fully enjoy that cookie like a chocolate Mm -hmm. salted chocolate chip cookie like that's what I want not just a regular Yep. Bland chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> exactly. And I, I like equate it to, you know, anything else. Like if you're going shopping, like clothes shopping, you're not going to go and spend $50 on a shirt. That's like, okay. Like, well, I might wear it. No, you would never do that because it's yeah. literally like you're seeing money go out. And it's like the same thing. Like question, is it worth it for like all the reasons, not just, you know, cause you're sitting there and it's in your hands. So yeah. Yeah. We are starting to run a little bit low on time, but I wanted to also talk about in terms of um, choosing routines and workouts that work for you. And Mm -hmm. so, for example, for me, I absolutely hate cardio. I don't like it. I've never been able to commit to it, but I love doing weight training. So that's Mm -hmm. what I do. That's my workout routine. I'll do like five minutes of cardio on the stepper, but that that's it. That's the extent of my cardio is five minutes on the stepper, maybe two or three times a week. But I, I love weight training. And Mm -hmm. I think partially we get stuck in, Oh, we need to do this. When in reality, you need to choose something that works for you, that you're going to be able to commit to. Yes, I completely agree with that. And I think you'll know if it's working for you and if it's helping you reach your goals, like follow it consistently for a certain amount of time and then evaluate. 
So I think, yes, like finding something that's efficient and effective and enjoyable is key. And then also picking times, like we talked about earlier, that are going to be the least likely to get interrupted. And for most of us, most of us moms, unfortunately, it's first thing in the morning. And that's what I hear a lot is people don't want to wake up. And it's like, once you do it, once you do it, and you start to make it a habit, it's honestly like easier to do than not to do. So I'd say like those two things going hand in hand, like, that's like just, uh, it's like a recipe for success. It's, it's magical once you can get those things to work for you. And you feel so good when you're done with it, for sure. But yeah, not everybody has to do the same workout. And like, there's always these trends, you know, like there was recently like the mm-hmm. It, I can't remember something three thirteen thirty. I don't even remember what it was. It was like walking on an incline, not folding on the treadmill for 30 minutes at 13, 13 incline, three oh. feet. That's what it was. And I was like, it was like okay. this trend going everywhere that like, you'll go this way, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it's just another like workout trend. Sure. Do it. If it sounds fun, great. Work it into your routine. Yeah. But it is not the only way be all end all for like health or weight loss success for sure. I think more like you said, the key is finding the things that you enjoy. Yes, it's great to work in resistance training, some type of cardio, cardio, cardiovascular activity. You know, the, the balance of those two can be really effective, but that can look like anything. It can also just look like walking, we're getting a lot of steps in throughout the day, like setting a step goal for yourself. Maybe you're at a certain number, try to double it. Like, so it does not have to be, and I actually made that shift. I used to do a lot of HIIT training high intensity interval training, Mm. I just got to a point where like, just didn't feel good anymore. It just literally didn't feel good to me anymore. I also used to do a lot of heavy weight training. And that just didn't feel great for me anymore. So I kind of shifted more to now I do a ton of walking. And I love it because I I do some at the gym. And then throughout the day I do like it's my creativity going during the day when I'm like kind of feeling like I've been staring at a computer for too long. Um, I can I can actually come up with content ideas as I walk. I also think of it sometimes as like a moving meditation, like turn all my electronics off so many benefits. And now I do more of like um, lower weight, high repetition strength training, and it's working so well for me. And it's so much easier for me to stick to it. And it's easier for me to get myself up to the gym at 5am, you know, when I go or 530am when I go, because it's like, Oh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. So yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that's so key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so much easier to stay committed and motivated on something when it's something that you actually enjoy and not dreading. Yeah. I used to also do the hit <clears throat> and it worked for a little bit, but then I remember I started like dreading. Like mm-hmm. I was forcing myself to do this and I I hate forcing myself to do anything. But like that's what the feeling I was getting versus the the routine I am in now I don't feel like I'm forcing myself I look forward to going and spending that time just on myself yeah and I think it's so important to still make sure it's challenging for us so we're continuing to grow and evolve but challenging in a good way like it doesn't feel awful every day so I think that's that's really important then what was the other thing I was going to say um hmm. I don't know what left me. And I think maybe it was just that we're not, we're not going to be motivated every day. Like that's totally normal, totally normal. But as long as we have that commitment and everything else we talked about earlier on, like you can use that here too. Like thinking about that vision, how am I going to feel when I'm done? Like all of those Mm -hmm. things can really drive you to do it. And then also like going back to, you know, those questions we were thinking about talking about earlier too. Like, so you wake up and you don't feel like going, you're dreading it and all the things. You know, some things I like to ask myself is, but what do I feel like doing today? What would make this sound better? Sometimes it's listening to a podcast that I've been waiting for or, you know, a new mm-hmm. something new on YouTube, whatever it is. 
that will actually be like, okay, yeah, you know what? I could go walk and listen to this. And it gets me there. And then I'm in the, in the zone. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Listening to podcasts is always one of my favorite things to do on a walk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So how about you talk a little bit more about the services you offer, the people that you really enjoy working with. And if someone does want to work with you, what is the best way of getting in contact with you? Absolutely. So the best way to get in, get a hold of me is either through any of my social pages, but I'll say Instagram because I'm pretty active on there. And that my handle is at Elena, E-L-E-N-A, Nicole Health. My website is the same. It's ElenaNicoleHealth.com. You can go to either of those. Um, I always do a free strategy session to get started where we literally just talk about where are you at? What are you struggling with? Where do you want to go? And start to kind of get a roadmap to a roadmap built out for you to see like what that could actually look like. So regardless of if we continue to working, working together or not, you leave, you know, you leave the call with something I would love to work with, work with you, but you know, either way, you're going to get value out of it. And you know, the women I mainly work with are, we kind of talked about in the beginning, but someone who really wants to create that healthy lifestyle for themselves, that consistent healthy lifestyle, but they're feeling like they're struggling at certain points or just stuck. And they like get to a certain point they're doing really good. That's what I hear all the time. And then you just kind of fall mm-hmm. off to something, a life event happens that we feel like sometimes there's like a circumstance or situation that's outside of our control that is keeping us from getting what we feel like should be in our control, like reaching our goals, losing the weight. That is the person that I absolutely love to help because that was me. And that's been most, most of my clients. Um, and I have two, two main ways of working with me, although I'm always customizing things for people. One would be you can do one-off, one-on-one sessions. So say we do that strategy session and you're like, okay, I'd love to see like what this looks like, you know, taking the next step. We can set up another call. Or I have my main signature program, with, which is my Healthy Intent program. And basically I help you lose, if weight loss is the goal of yours, I help you lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks in a very healthy, sustainable way. Um, that you can truly maintain for life. So you're going to learn to build a lot of these skills and, and learn the tools and strategies we've talked about in today's call. You know, getting that consistency, getting that momentum. How do we overcome all of the life things? Those are the things you and I are truly going to work on together in that program. So you're going to leave it, you know, feeling really confident, really clear in how to reach your health goals and likely have um, gotten there already. But the best thing is you can apply those things you're going to learn to all areas of your life, business, relationships, parenting, all of it. So I think I, did I answer all the questions? Yes, you did. Okay, cool. Perfect. And we will link all of that stuff up on the show notes. So if you're driving, don't worry about trying to write that down. Yes. And I do, um, if it's okay for me to uh, include that as well, is I do have a guide um, that's all about, it's a a free ebook. It's making time for health for busy moms. It has a lot of the things we talked about today, um, you know, some different ways to work and exercise, some I think it's like 10 tangible tips that you can um, take and apply into your own life to, to make it work with the time that you do have. Perfect. Thank you so much, Elena. You're welcome. And for giving us your time. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to check out the show notes for any links to resources we discussed in the episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening. If you aren't already following me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Kayla Nettleton underscore LCSW. I love hearing about your insights and aha moments from the show. We'll talk to you soon.